Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland, and at the end of the day, my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. another episode of The Faithful Servant. On today's episode, we're going to discuss the importance of investing in yourself. One, so you can be healed, but two, so that you can have an impact on other people's lives. How many of you had that moment where you were recognized for your work? Recently, I was at our church's volunteer banquet, enjoying the time, talking with others within the church watching people do crazy contests, all for a simple t-shirt. And we got to the point where the lead pastor was giving out this year's awards. He came to the volunteer rookie of the year. I was shocked to hear my name and see a picture of me on the big screen. In that moment, I was absolutely overwhelmed. But what made those emotions even more intense was what was said. The lead pastor said, Eric, in such a short amount of time being involved in our church, I don't think you realize how many lives you have touched. That statement still hits me hard even this week, a week later. I'm a person who spent many, many years sheltering myself. I didn't want to be involved in people's lives. I was hurt so many times in so many different ways by people that it was hard for me to even open up to anyone. I lost trust. I might not even know you that well, maybe met you once, but I didn't trust you. My trust was not freely given to very many people. I was also very fearful of opening up. Because what would the world think of? Now, you've heard some of my previous podcasts of the experiences that I've had, the struggles that I've had with depression. And opening yourself up to be vulnerable is a scary thing. So it was easier for me for years to just shelter myself and not get involved in other people's lives. I came to a point though, as I was going through therapy, where my therapist asked me, Eric, do you think the world deserves to get to know you? I didn't know how to answer that question when she first asked it. No, was my initial thought in my head. I'm not anything special. I have nothing to give to the world. And sure as hell, I'm not going to open myself up to the world to see who I am and what I've struggled with. So we worked on that. 
that was an investment for me. I spent two and a half years every Monday going into therapy so that I could work on myself, investing in myself, understanding who I am, understanding those struggles that lie within me. Because ultimately, my desire was to be able to help people. That passion that God gave me back when I was in college was always to help people, to take my experiences in life and to be able to interact with people in a special, meaningful, and intimate way. And there I was in therapy answering no. I don't feel I can give anything to the world. And over those course of two and a half years, I've learned a few things about myself that brought me to the place where I am today. I struggle. I struggle with being a failure I struggle with the thoughts of not being good enough. And I struggle with those thoughts of being alone. And I always hated them. I always hated those thoughts about myself. But those were parts of me that I just don't want anymore. And I explained to my therapist, I said, I want them out of my life. And her response shocked me. No, we need to teach you to love them. Because when you start loving them, they start finding their place so that you can be leading them. Instead of letting those thoughts control and lead you. And after those two and a half years, the return on that investment was a healthy person who when I look at that child within me that says you're a failure, I can look at a laundry list of every reason why I'm not, including being able to speak in, into a microphone to people I don't know. Now, even a year ago, that would have scared the living hell out of me because that's not comfortable for me. And so my question throughout this is going to be, is investing in yourself worth it? Is it worth it to you to be able to take the time to recognize who you are, what you struggle with, and ultimately getting to a place where you can love all of you, even the disgusting parts that continue to drag you down? 
ultimately what that gives us is a place where we are healthy so that we can effectively pour into other people. Because I'm a believer and I am a firm believer in this. Our mission in life is not to be alone. We were made to interact with people. We were made to have an impact on people. But we can't have the impact that is so effective if we ourselves are not healthy. And so I challenge you to really put a focus on why you're listening. Where do I need to work on myself today? So for me, shedding that outer layer so others can see the true me was always something that was a huge challenge for me. I always tried to put a smile on even though inside I was just tearing apart. I always tried to make people laugh. In high school, I remember story of sitting in class one day and my sole focus was to irritate the teacher as much as I possibly could. I raised my hand and he said, what is it, Howland? And I said, there's weed growing out of the ground over here. It got the whole class laughing. It got the teacher really pissed. So my deflection was always to try to make people laugh. Now that's a great thing, but when it's covering up all the hurt inside, you're not doing anything to help others. And you're definitely not doing anything to help yourself. And so I got to a place where I felt comfortable in who I am. And it wasn't that long ago. Where I walked into church for the very first time. It was November 2020. It was a first Thursday service. And I was not afraid to walk up to the lead pastor after the service and just, here I am. This is who I am. I let down my guard so someone can actually get to know me. And I walked into therapy the next week, and I was so proud to tell my therapist, you would not believe what I did. I allowed a stranger to get to know my story. That was me being very uncomfortable. But at the same time, I was comfortable in my surroundings because I knew who I was. I knew that the struggles that I had were just that, struggles. I didn't ignore them anymore. I didn't push them away. I didn't put them in a backpack to be talked about. It later, 
I just loved on them and loved myself to a place where I can shed my outer layer, be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And out of that, a year and a half later, I'm walking up on stage, standing there next to the lead pastor that I spoke to originally, and him speaking encouraging words into me. Thanking me for my presence. Thank you for caring so much. And as the high school youth director spoke, thanking me for the passion that I have to be able to work with youth and to want to have an impact on people's lives. See, at that moment, I got to see the fruit finally of all the hard work that I put in, all that investment that I put into myself. I didn't do, I didn't volunteer. I didn't do what I did to receive an award. I did it so that I could pass on my passion so that I can do the things that I so desperately want to do, and that's to be able to help people. I had a mentor in Wisconsin one time tell me, as I was a struggling first-time youth pastor, I was getting frustrated with, it didn't seem like I was having an impact on people's lives. And he told me, Eric, rarely will we ever see the fruits of our labor. Because the impact we have on people, it's not for us to see. It's for them to live out. And that hit me, and that's always stuck with me, is I don't do things to see the fruit of my labor. Sometimes I get blessed and I do get to see that. But this is what investing in yourself looks like. This is what two and a half years of intense therapy, recognizing all of those children within you and saying, nope not asking you to leave. I'm just going to love on you more. So what can we do to help ourselves get to that place? One has you been hearing that there are these children within us. And my first call to action for you guys is to try to identify them. Now, you might only be able to think of one thing that you really struggle with, and that's okay. But like for me, my anxiety heightens, my stress heightens when I allow I am a failure to be out front leading me. Or I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to do this podcast. I'm not good enough to be a business owner. I'm sure as hell not good enough to be 
a husband to someone. And those are the things that I identified within me. So what are those things that you can identify within yourself? Now, how do you show them love? That's always the trickiest one. Not everyone is really good at showing love. The easiest way that I learned to show those little children love is just by recognizing them and letting them know that they have a place in my life. Because once we recognize those things, then it's easier to be able to change our thoughts. So when that failure comes up in my head, I can immediately turn around and say, hey, 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 settle down. Look at what you have accomplished. When you're alone and you feel the world doesn't even want anything to do with you, you can stop it really quick and say, but look at everyone who cares about you. And then the last thing that you could do to really feed off of this, find ways to help other people. It's one thing to invest in yourself, but an aspect of investing in yourself is investing in other people. When you can see the smile on someone's face, because of what you did for them makes you feel special and that's okay. I always thought that that's an arrogance that the world doesn't need. And then my therapist told me, Eric, it's okay to be that way. It's okay to be able to accept doing something good for someone. So I challenge you, find ways to be able to help others. There are so many organizations in this city or wherever you live that need help. They need volunteers. So find what you're passionate about and help others. And while you're doing it, you're gonna see that you're helping yourself. So closing, What is an investment into your self-worth? For me, therapy was expensive. I had to limit what things I could do while I was going through it. It added a little bit of stress 
because I wasn't sure if there would be times I would be able to make some bills. But at the end of the day, and the thousands of dollars that I spent over those two and a half years, I can honestly look at anyone and say it was worth it. What is it worth to someone who may be impacted by you? By investing in yourself, you're also getting to a place where you're, you will be able to invest in others. And they get to see that fortune. They get to see the benefit of that. So what's it worth it to them? There might be someone struggling. You know, a year ago, around this time, I was in the gym, and I saw one of the high school students that um, I've gotten to work with. I walked up to her and I said, hey, what are your summer plans? She goes, oh, just probably working. I'd like to go to the, the summer trip with the youth group. But I don't know if I can because I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to afford it. I looked at her and I said, I've got you. I'll call the church up and I'll let them know that you're going on that trip and I'm taking care of the cost. Now, this student was just moved to tears immediately. And then she came back and she told me something that will always live with me. Last night, I prayed to God. If this was his will, he will make a way for me to go on this trip. I didn't know how it would happen. But here you are. Now, I'm not correlating myself with God, so don't please, please don't take that that way. But my passion is to be able to be used by God in every way possible. And in that moment, here was an opportunity before me. And I took it. And to see the growth of this student because of that summer trip and her relationship with God, that's all I could ever ask for. It's not about some recognition. It's about being able to help others. And it's why I'm doing this podcast. And you'll hear me say it time and time again. Is I want to be able to use every one of my life experiences 
to be able to bring hope, some tools, and most importantly, joy to other people. And I leave you with this. When we ourselves are healthy for ourselves, we can have relationships with others that are impactful and meaningful. And doing and seeing what God has in store for you. And then at the end of the day, being able to hear those words, well done, my faithful servant.